with all not your truth or kindness, Lord. With all not your truth or kindness, Lord. Welcome to The Notice, where together we notice the mercy of God. I'm Susan Hookstra, your host. The Notice podcast explores our need to be noticed through biblical musings and conversations with special guests. Experience relevant topics and encouragement as we take notice of how the God of mercy satisfies. On this episode of The Notice, do you ever long for others to notice you? You know, give you the time of day? Sometimes we feel like nobody sees us at all. I know this need may be unconscious, but it's still there, especially when we feel unappreciated. It's there when we have an excessive need for compliments. It's there every time we feel like we're not good enough. So join us for this episode of The Notice, where we talk about what it feels like to be invisible, why we struggle to fight that feeling, and how God takes notice. It begins as early as a baby's cry. Toddlers seek it through temper tantrums, teenagers with rebellious overtures, and 20-somethings with budding accomplishments. As we mature, we tend to disguise our need to be acknowledged or celebrated. Friends, I know you have longed for others to notice you, for people to take you seriously. Maybe you feel like everyone else gets the attention and you're overlooked. Perhaps others are to be able to use their talents, but no one seems to see yours. Maybe you send an email, but are ignored. Other times you might feel no one would miss you if you simply disappeared. What could this lead to? Isolation or a drive to overperform? I know what this is like because I too have felt this and I have lived this way. And I even discuss this subject in more detail in the book I wrote called A Firm Grasp, Feeling Acknowledged in a Notice Me World, that will actually be available this spring. So let's imagine a different life. Imagine a life where it's okay to admit your need without feeling selfish. Imagine a life where being acknowledged and celebrated satisfies, leaving you confident. By anchoring in God's mercy, You are excited for the next adventure. While that kind of life is possible, unfortunately, it doesn't always happen. All too often, we live with a deficit. Without acknowledgement, we feel ignored. No one appreciates us. We feel like we're not good enough. And if we mess up, we feel worse. We feel unworthy. So just what is it we're looking for? Are we looking to be celebrated, or are we looking for someone to simply acknowledge we exist? First, I think we need to be aware, and we need to admit, that we have this need to feel good about ourselves. Validation typically means someone gives us a stamp of approval on something we've done. But what if we make a bigger distinction between validation and affirmation? You know, in the book, I describe validation as acknowledgement of someone's essence, perspective, or experience. Validation is crucial. 
And God's establishment of free will supports validation as a fundamental human right. We all have a right to our space, our perspective, and the opportunity for expression. It's a basic human need to have someone acknowledge our presence. But affirmation is just a little different. Affirmation is the approval of someone's essence, perspective, or experiences. This is where the need to be celebrated comes in. We want someone to notice us through approvals or rewards, maybe even agreement. Desiring validation and affirmation, let's just look at it for what it is. It's normal. God designed us to get our initial needs met within the community context. In fact, he created the first community that existed. It's the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. God always existed as a triune community, and each validates and affirms the other. God has further established communities for us, like nationalism, marriage, and family, who supply many of our validation and affirmation needs. Think back to when your parents became enchanted with your first smile, or you got an attaboy from your coach. Validation acknowledged your right to have space in the world, and it helped you get past your self-consciousness. Affirmation gave you the confidence to try new things. Indeed, God created us to be validated, acknowledged, and affirmed or approved. That's why here on The Notice, we talk about these things. We talk about ways God does take notice. Keeping our focus on what God is doing will ultimately satisfy. But we can't get this need resolved if we aren't aware that it even exists. Because you see, as Christians, we are taught that having this need is it's basically selfish. You know, we're either self-promoting or needy. And during a pandemic, this need has perpetuated itself because we haven't had community in the ways we typically do. So we haven't received that acknowledgement or approval we typically get from others. So what if we live believing that God sees us, that God knows us? Here's four things worth considering. One, is your search for notice actually a search for something else, perhaps an idol? On a past episode of The Notice, Pastor Jack Magruder talked about idols and defined it this way. An idol is anything, any person, or any attitude where you're trying to get something that rightfully comes from God. And Tim Keller in his book, Counterfeit Gods, defines idols as this. Someone we cannot live without. It is anything more important to you than God. Anything that absorbs your heart and imagination more than God. Anything you seek to give you what only God can give. A counterfeit God is anything so central and essential to your life that, should you lose it, your life will feel hardly worth living. Well, for me and many other musicians, music was my idol. I thought it would be my ticket to getting notice. And it worked for a while. The tricky thing about idols is that we aren't always aware they are idols. And when we are consumed, we simply can't see. Two, if you feel invisible, fix your eyes on the invisible. 2 Corinthians 4, 7-18 says, 
For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. I love how Rick Warren talks about this. He says, to endure the undurable, you must see the invisible, Jesus. Three, help somebody out. You know, when we focus on the needs of others, our needs diminish. When we notice others, we stop noticing ourselves. But as Christians, we got to be careful. We can often help others because we like the approval of others. We like the notice that gives us. So check your motives. Matthew 6, 1 tells us, Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. 4. Remember that God sees all. He sees what you do in secret. And only God can truly see you for all you are. When I'm feeling unnoticed, I read Psalm 139, which says, You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going up and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go to escape your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you're there. If I make bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me. Even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, and I know them full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I'm still with you. If only you, God, would slay the wicked. Away from me, you are bloodthirsty. They speak of you with evil intent. Your adversaries misuse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you, Lord, and abhor those who are in rebellion against you? I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them my enemies. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Lastly, friends, we can't talk about being invisible without recognizing what really matters. As you begin 2021, we often think of setting new priorities or new mindsets to take with us. I would suggest we consider this one. God is no stranger to us. 
because he sees all, because he knows all, because he's everywhere simultaneously, we can count on him. We can count on him to notice us. Friends, it's God that truly matters. The notice is starting in a new feature called Ask the Host. The first question of 2021 comes from Jennifer. Jennifer writes, I'm a wife, mom, and work full time. I don't receive flowers, cards, and get overlooked for the next promotion at work. By the end of the night, I just collapse. How do I communicate my need for appreciation without appearing selfish? Jennifer, first I would say that you communicated your need very well to me just now. And that's a great place to start. It's challenging to not only become aware of your need, but to actually admit you need to be noticed. And you've done that too. Now the tough part is expressing that to someone who could meet that need. You know, I think most people might say the person to start with would be your husband. However, I would say no. Start with God. Get comfortable lamenting to God. Lamenting means bringing all of us to him, including any sinful parts. And sometimes, if you're feeling like you're selfish, you might be reluctant to go to God because, well, you're feeling selfish. But he sees all of you and knows what you're feeling before you even feel it. So go ahead and tell him your need and then stop to take notice. Start noticing ways he feels that need maybe even invisibly. He may just be delivering the need to you in a way you didn't even expect. I can't wait to see what God will do, and perhaps you'll have a story to share with our listeners. So listeners, if you have a question for me, send your questions directly to me at susan at susankhookster.com or go to my website, susankhookster.com, to submit your question. You can also send suggestions for future episodes next time on The Notice. What would it be like during a pandemic to have been quarantined four times? Join me as I welcome Lisa Hudson, author of the book Finding Blessings While Fighting COVID-19, Facts, Feelings, and Faith. We talk about how God noticed her during the pandemic and what it was like to be quarantined. Until next time,